Hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. Let me lay down a couple truths and you'll quickly know whether you should stick around or just move on. Within the known but hidden reality of your life is a version of you that is a master day trader, reaching all of your goals. And part of my life's purpose is to guide you through the personal and spiritual growth journey, revealing that version of you directly towards consistent profitability. And we do that on every episode. How? Well, on every show, our time is invested into unveiling transformative insights, the kind that that spark a fire within you and empower you to take immediate psychology-based actions that help you express the best version of yourself. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hey, thinking that? Get out of here. <laughs> Look, this is not entertainment. This is going in for goal attainment. Now for today's episode... Today, we have a special guest of the show. We'll be talking to Boss Lebesque, and uh, this is going to be a great show uh, because Boss is located in Amsterdam. He's an executive mindset coach with 12 years trading experience and eight years in consulting. His mission is to help individuals move from overwhelmed to becoming healthier, happier people, trading Ascension listeners. Today, we will ascend. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. Boss, welcome to the Trading and Ascension Podcast. Thank you, Jason. Very awesome. nice well, to be here. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm super excited to talk to you. I think our, our pre-conversation was phenomenal, and uh, we're going to add a lot of value to the listeners today. So um, just to get started, let's kind of go to the beginning and bring the audience up to date. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you got into trading, how you how you found that career? <laughs> Um, it kind of found me. Um, I, I studied hotel management and I went from, uh, after I graduated, I went to work uh, in a hotel in, um, uh, in, in Shanghai. Um, I was working a hundred hours a week there. Um, and I thought this was gonna get me, uh, like a, a big career as a hotel manager and, um, but <laughs> working 100 hours a week is a bit, uh, well, it's not a bit, it's completely insane. So after a year, I moved back to the Netherlands and I started working in in, uh, in a hotel here. And I became a night manager, a night auditor. And I was, so after a year, I was like, I've now been working in hotels for two years and I haven't really seen any daylight. I was smoking two packs of cigarette a day. And I was like, if I'm going to continue like this, you know, I might be happy if I turn 40. Um, <laughs> so it's like something needs to change. Right. So I, uh, I, I started looking for, for another job and, and I, uh, I applied at a bank and I, I ended up in, in, in the back office. I uh, said so like in a project management department and, that was actually that was a bit boring to <laughs> to me, and I was like, okay, you know, I can I can be in this uh, I can work in this bank, but I want I want to be there where the action is. Uh, so yeah, as I'm as working in the back office from the dealing room, we I was like, this is where I need to work. So I I started applying, and they uh, and they hired me, and uh, yeah, and then. Uh, that's how uh, how I got into trading, and yeah, one trade led to a bigger trade, to a bigger trade, to a bigger trade, and um, yeah. So I started I started my first trade 
at uh, at ten thousand euros, and uh, that was so exciting. <laughs> it was actually more exciting than the last trade, which was forty billion. Wow! Uh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah the the first the first trade I thought I was gonna like lose everything, and I was gonna uh, you know. <laughs> damage the reputation, the reputation of the bank, and all that kind of stuff. But then, uh, yeah, you know, as you, as things grow and things become easier, you become more senior, and it becomes uh, yeah easier to do to do bigger yeah. and bigger trades. And then it's uh, yeah, I mean, one or two zeros more on your uh, numeric uh, uh, keyboard, it doesn't really uh, make a difference. Yeah, and I'm sure all the listeners can uh, they can relate to those heavy emotions, you know, taking that first trade. Um, uh, so a lot of individuals listening are are retail traders. Can you talk a little bit about the environment and, and kind of the trading floor as we lead into kind of your your transition? What was the environment like? I um, mean, like the job details. Yeah, so um, I started working in. Uh, in a, in, a tr- in a very small uh, uh, trading floor, because um, and then later on I moved to, m- moved to a much bigger trading floor. So when I was like in working on the small trading floor, it was it was it was okay. I mean it would it was like it was like max ten people, um, and we were we were in a secluded area. But uh, um, yeah, you. The, the the what what didn't really change from from the small to the bigger uh, trading floor was was the attitude um, and where um, I worked with a lot of people you know that that thought the bigger the asshole you were the better the trader you were and I I've never believed that because it's it's it is in, on these trading floors it's it's a, it's a relationship business you know right. and and you. Your counterpart, you will trade with your counterparty more than once. You know, if you do it, if you only trade once, I mean, you can, you can have whatever attitude you want. But, uh, you know, if you, if you trade more often with the same counterparty, you know, you, you need to, at least that's my belief, you need to build a relationship. Um, and this, uh, as a trader, I mean, you can make mistakes as well and you can make, your mistakes have like they can be they can be really really big financially. Uh, so you know if you're in a good relationship, you know you you want to benefit both from the relationship. So you know it's 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 over time. It's uh, it, I think it's more profitable, pro- more profitable to to work in a relationship where you work together. You know, and where you prevent each other's from. Uh, from making making mistakes or, or helping each other out when you do make a mistake, um, and that's uh, um, you know that can be about a misinterpretation about the uh, the details of the trade, um, and then you know sometimes you yeah it's it's also a bit of give and take, um, but um, you know what, most of the times when I talk to people about my my time on on the on the trading floor, uh, people people were always saying, "Oh man, it must it must be so stressful, and it must be it must be crazy." I mean, there were right. crazy times, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not uh, um, 
you know, it's not it's not like working on on the stock exchange and and uh, working through this uh, shout out. Uh, uh, it was it was all computers and and I mean very quiet and uh, and then once in a while there would be huge emotional burst out. <laughs> Uh, and then you then you knew someone was was losing a lot of money or being uh yeah yeah being so, on edge yeah and and those emotions i think are are something you know huge even if it's a quiet environment um you moved from that smaller trading room to the larger trading room and of mm-hmm. course at this time you 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 know you're you're not a, a a mindset coach per se but what do you think were some of the the mental shifts and what helped you advance from that that to the larger trading room and even from that first trade to that huge last trade what were some of the the uh the reasons or the intangibles that helped you make that growth um well there I, 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 yeah, I like to do, I, I did like to analyze portfolios. Um, and I was, I was good at it. Um, so that's basically what, um, uh, um, uh, helped me grow. And, um, uh, yeah, by showing more responsibility, I got more responsibility, um, by picking up initiatives. Um, and that's, um, yeah, that, that's how I got to move. Yeah, up up the ladder, and I uh, at the end I had my own uh, my own trading desk. Um, so I, I was heading a, a desk of five people, um, and that was, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that's my. I think that's my my intention to yeah, to develop myself, to grow, uh, to create opportunities, to be given opportunities. Um, and that's yeah, kind of how it how it happened. Building relationships with uh, with my uh, with my counterparties at at various banks, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it totally totally makes sense. And so, um, let's just talk about transitioning out because I think once we get uh-huh. to what you're doing right now, uh, people are going to be blown away with some of the information you have. So, um, what led up to you leaving? And and tell a little bit about how you landed into into the mindset executive coaching. Okay, yeah. So i I was doing this trading for twelve years, and 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 I did come to a point where it's like, okay, this is only this is only about money. Uh, we're we're uh, sending this money ar- around we around the world, and we're not really adding, uh, at least to my. Uh, to my thinking, value to 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 someone's life or to to to, to anything. I mean, we would make a uh, uh, hundred million for for a pension fund, and uh, at the end of the day, they would be like, or at the end of the year, they would be like, "We want one hundred and ten next year." It was like, no, thank you, no gratitude, no, yeah, no, nothing, you know, and yeah. no. I mean, the. End users of the of the pension fund, okay, they 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 benefit from it, but uh, you know the, the the connection with them is like so far far away um, that I was like, you know, what am I am I going to do this for for another thirty years? Um, I was thirty five at the time, and the the people that were forty five and still working in a dealing room, they were the most unhappy people. <laughs> I could imagine. I was like, "This is not what I. This is not what I want to want to be, or where I uh, where I want to be heading." So um, it took me. 
it did take me quite a while to 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 make that decision and to and to leave because you know I was I was attached to the status to the money to the bonuses to the uh, to the material stuff and the 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 story that was playing in my head was like I either have this or I'll be living on the street you know there was like nothing like in between and it felt like such a insecure place uh to to resign and just like see what what was going to happen next it's like this is the only thing I can do I can't do anything else uh which of course is, is it wasn't the case but that that was kind of what I was telling myself right um so I then it took me about two three years to make the decision and to to hand in my resignation and I, I took a sabbatical and I, and I went to to live in in Rio um and I was at that time I was kind of hoping that this new opportunity would present itself to me and you know, someone or something would tell me, you know, this is your destiny, this is your purpose, this is what you're going to do next. Um, but that <laughs> that didn't really happen. Um, <laughs> I wasn't, I, I wasn't really, at that time, I wasn't really aware that I had to do inner work to, 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 to find that connection to my purpose and with my vision, etc. Um, so, I, I had a I had a great time, you know. I had a great time in Rio. I, I went to to Australia for another uh, like four or five months, um, and I, I took two years off, and it, it was amazing. And then you know, people like my friends and my family, they were like, "Why are you not working? You need to work. You know, you're at the peak of your of your." Uh, you should be at the peak of your career at this age. And, and I was like, I don't need to work. <laughs> but I, yeah, at a certain moment, I, I, I was kind of like, okay, let's, let's go back to do something, to doing something. And I ended up being uh, a consultant in uh, trading systems for the, for, for banks, for the, for the trades I, uh, I used to do. So I did that for a couple of years. But at the same time, when I started doing that, now looking back, I also started to do, to, to work on my, on my inner, on my inner journey. And I, um, I, I was already quite active sport wise, but I, uh, I started training with a personal trainer three times a week, doing CrossFit on top of what I was already doing. Nice. Uh, I, at a certain moment, I, I started in that journey, I started to compete uh, uh, in CrossFit uh, uh, games as well. Um, but you know, going from training like three, four times a week to seven times a week, uh, I needed to, to look at my nutrition, um, and I also started uh, not at the same time, but like two or three years later, I started to to really uh, clean up some of my my past issues. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing dramatic or nothing, nothing major, you know, no major traumas, but still things that were, uh, limiting myself quite a bit. Um, so, um, now, yeah, looking back, that's really, um, how things all started, um, Right. And being on being on that journey, people were telling me, you know, you should become a personal trainer, or you should uh, do 
advise people on nutrition. And I was really like, you know, that's not really something that I will, you know, want to do. I don't see myself uh, standing in the in the gym and 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 counting repetitions. So I, um, yeah, at a certain moment, I came in touch with with lifestyle coaching, uh, and I was like, okay, this could be something that 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 interests me, and I, and I have a lot of experience uh, on this right now, and I think I can do, I can help a lot of people. So I, I did this uh, this six months training, which was uh, actually quite intensive. It was like two two days a week, full training for six months, and um, yeah. After that, I was like, okay, you know, now let's see if I can get some uh, some clients, which which uh, which I got. And the moment I started working with these people, uh, we immediately immediately dived into life coaching and not so much lifestyle coaching. It's I. Uh, I believe, you know, if you don't, if you don't, well, fix, fix the problem, lifestyle will, will never change, you know, or the underlying problem. Right. So that I mean, like, why are you eating too much or why are you smoking uh, too much or why are you working too much? You know, you can say, okay, work, work time 10 hours less a week. But if you're not really investigating why you're doing that, um, then it's it's never going to make a lasting impact. You know, you might work ten hours less a week for a couple of months, but then you you go back to to where you were. Same same with smoking, drinking, what, what, whatever you use, uh, whatever you do. So um, it started basically quite quickly into into life coaching, and with my um, corporate experience. Uh, yeah, I started to attract more and more uh, senior managers, executives, and and there it was really yeah much more about about mindset. You know how these people show up as as leaders, limiting beliefs they have towards themselves or about themselves, um, and trying to change those and to try to create a, a mindset that's really. Um, yeah, that empowers them, or that takes them out of that that position of of, of overwhelm, or, or or feeling feeling lonely at the top, uh, yeah. or feeling never never good enough. Yeah, and those can be daunting. You know, you you said some really key things, um, especially when you talked about kind of the roots that lead up to the problem and the underlying issue. And I I definitely mm-hmm. want to touch on that, but I I want to go back just a little bit because you said something yep. that was really powerful, and it was about. Um, it was courageous in my opinion. And you made this transition. And I know there are individuals right now who are either transitioning into trading or just anywhere in life in general. And like mm-hmm. you, they may have the status that's currently going on. They may have family pressure saying, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. What are some keys to transitioning in life and saying, I need to do something for me and let go of social norms or family pressure? How did you do that? Well, <laughs> I, I dived in, deep <laughs> because I, I i for me it was basically yeah i'm an all or nothing guy and that's you know with the people that i that i work with with my clients that's not really uh the thing that i that i advise to do but so it it's really about making that connection to to what you really want and what is really important for you uh, and take baby steps you know, um, 
I like, for example, I moved into a vegetarian diet, but I didn't do that overnight. You know, I've, I started to have a vegetarian meal once a week and then like two, two days a week. And then, and then uh, at the end, I was like, oh, you know, I am going to give up. I'm going to give up. I gave up meat. I did the same thing with, with, uh, uh, with, uh, with drinking. You know, I started to drink less and less and less. And then at a the certain moment, I was like, why am I even bothered drinking? You know, I, wow. I, I, I see the benefits of not drinking, you know, the day after. Um, and even if I don't drink, like, or if I drink two glasses, you know, I feel the next day, yeah, my day is uh, like a, a seven instead of a seven and a half. You know, it's not it's not that I go from a, from a seven to a two out of ten, but you know, it's just it's just like that that thing where I where I'm like, you know, I don't I want to, you know, if I can if I can make that choice. You know, to live seven and a half tomorrow, I'll I'll take that choice. You know, and then uh, the next the, the day after is is another seven and a half. You know, and you and you keep you keep building on your previous days. Where if you you know if you if you drink, you know you go back, and then you you, you know you the next day you're 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 at your seven again, and then I mean you go back again, and 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 that was really also with my uh, with with the exercising i was doing um really you know you i was training all week and then when, during the weekend you know i would drink and basically on monday i would have to start all over again right and i kept repeating that but to i mean maybe to answer a bit to try to answer a bit more of your question you know how do you do that so it is really about creating that vision creating that the, the the goals you have you know looking at what is really important to you and then basically you know set goals for the, for for the future let's say three months a year from now I would say max three years from now and then just basically uh, work your way back to today and what can I do today to create what I want to create uh, when I looked at my uh, like my status and and uh, and the material stuff in my life, um, yeah. That I mean, it's not something that happens overnight. You know, where you say, "Okay, I'll uh, I'll let go of that overnight." You know, especially right. material stuff. Okay, you can let go of uh, uh, maybe a little bit more easy, but uh, like the status, you know, your uh how you're being perceived as a let's say as a trader or as a director at a bank um yeah you know people built their whole identity around uh a position like that like that and it can be you know anywhere anywhere you work uh but it's really you know at the end of the day it's you know is it really making you happy and if you want, if you want to get out, get out and uh, um, yeah, see how you can make that work. Right. Yeah. And you know, I I know that when we're unhappy, we're more likely to change. And so I'm super curious because you just left this stressful job. You're in Rio. 
You're on the sabbatical. Mm-hmm. What what prompted you? Because you mentioned it a few times you started doing inner work. It seemed like things were pretty good. Why why did you start doing that inner work and that deep diving into the, you know, sometimes the pain? And and I know you said, you know, it wasn't a lot of stuff, but we all have baggage. What made you start taking that on? Well, this in Rio, it was just it was just I was just having a wonderful time. I wasn't really uh concerned about any anything of uh anything like this but when i moved when i moved back as a consultant and i started really to uh do all this physical workout and and looking at my nutrition you know i was operating at at a much higher level and i was like you know just there are other stories in my head that are just keep repeating, you know, and it, 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 it's, it's really starting to sound like an old record and it's really time, uh, for a new record. And I mean, one of the things, um, well, one of the major things was, was the relationship with my, uh, with my father. And uh, I mean, I can talk about it. Um, my my mother passed away when I was twelve, and I was uh, I was with my father and my sister, and you know by coping with that situation, and uh, you know I it became so much easier for me to blame my dad for not not loving me, not being proud of me. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> that that uh, uh, yeah that kind of more that kind of stuff. But actually, you know, when I started to, yeah, I mean, I'd been playing that record by then for like 25 years. And I I got to a point with my dad where it's like, you know, I, I, I'm i done. You know, I want to I want to break with you because this is never going to work. But then, you know, when I really started to do the inner work and I, I started to realize that this was, I was just basically project, projecting onto him. You know, I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't proud of myself. Uh, and it was so much easier to blame him for that than, 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 than look inside and say, okay, you know, if you're, if you're not proud of yourself, you know, how are you going to be proud of yourself? How are you going to love yourself? What are you, what are you responsible for? And the moment, the moment I started doing that, the relationship with my dad completely changed. Um, he didn't change uh, because I, I did, uh, yeah, <laughs> I did all the work my, myself, and that's totally fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy I did. Uh, but the problem I had been creating for the last twenty-five years basically evaporated, and I'm, I'm at a, in a better place with him than I've than I've ever been. Um, which I, uh, which I really like, but this was also like, uh, this took me six months, you know, to, to let go of expectations that I created myself. You know, my, right. my dad never created these ex- expectations. Um, but I did and they were, they were not fair to him. You know, I had this like ideal, I created this ideal picture of my dad, you know, how he's supposed to be, what he's supposed to say, how he's supposed to act. Uh, and it's not even, I mean, the picture I created was so, so perfect. It wasn't, it wasn't even, it wasn't honest to him. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't seeing him for who he was and he, he's a great guy. And uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very happy I, uh, I did that work. 
Yeah, that that's awesome. And you know, anyone who's listening, um, I want us all to understand this is a human experience. You know, all of our stories are different, but we all have these stories playing that may not serve us and and what we're doing. Um, so that that's universal. And I want to talk a little bit about that because you mentioned getting to the foundation and kind of the roots and the underlying. And then you also, you know, with your father's story, it sounds like me there was an accountability. Um, what are some of the other foundations to your mindset coaching? Um, the, um, yeah, so, so my, my, my main foundation is really, you need to have, uh, a balance in sleep, nutrition, uh, exercise, mental and, and physical health. You know, if that, that's where I start, we'll start with every single one of my clients and, and a lot of them and a lot of them. They don't sleep, you know, or they sleep four or five hours a night. And then they want to create all this. They want to create this new life or they want to create this new career or they want to create new leadership. And I was like, so I'm like, that will never happen. You know, you've been trying that for the last 10, 15 years. You know, let's let's create something really new and get you in in the right place physically and mentally first. And then it becomes so much easier to to create whatever you want to create. So that's really uh, that's really like the first foundation. And it doesn't have to. I mean, it doesn't have to. You don't have to do what I do. You know, where you have to work out seven times seven times a week, or sometimes multiple times a day. You know, some for some people, it's just a fifteen minute walk every single day. You know, in the evening, right before they go to bed or a couple of hours before they go to bed, which puts them in a completely different energy where now they, they feel more at ease. They feel more balanced. They feel more relaxed and then they can create that, whatever they want to create. You know, I've worked with people that want to do a, a triathlon. I've worked with people that want to get rid of uh, uh, alcohol addiction, but I also worked with, with executives, you know, where, they had to completely change change their their leadership from from operational into st- uh, strategic leadership, where people had to had been postponing key decisions in their companies. Um, yeah, so the one other foundation, and it's kind of like based on 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 the on the, on the things I, I mentioned before. You need to create a new mindset before you can create the new. If you're coming, if you try to create from your old mindset, uh, it's going to be very difficult. Um, and it's going to be hard, hard work. Where if you, where if you create a new mindset first, you are open to um, new suggestions to explore, to innovate, to to see what is in front of you. And sometimes it's, you know, reconnecting with what you, what's important to you, what you kind of let go over the years. Um, yeah. So does that give you a bit of an idea? Yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. And you know, for, for me, I I feel like both of those are super important. And the first one uh, I want to go back and touch on because it can be a hard sale especially if someone's a workaholic, can you uh-huh. just, uh, can you tell us the areas of life 
that we should look to to balance? And then just for those people who are like workaholics, what are some of the benefits of getting balance in these areas? So when I've, I've never been a, a believer of diets um, and that's not what I work on with my clients ever. But a lot of my clients, you know, what I've realized is they're, they're out of balance, you know, their life is out of balance and it's, it's starting to show up in their bodies. You know, they have high blood pressure, they have diabetes, they, they're not sleeping. They're, a lot of them are overweight uh, and they'll say, you know, it's like 10 kilos or, you know, some, I mean, I've worked with people that were 30 kilos overweight, but to be like, yeah, you know, over the years I gained a little bit of weight, but the moment they started to create balance in their, in their lives, they started to lose the weight, you know, and they lost like the, like, let's say the first 60, 60% of their overweight is just gone by creating more balance uh, in their lives. And I mean, if you go, if you lose 20 kilos in six months without being on a diet, without having to increase your uh, um, your exercise regime, that's a that's a big win, you know. And that's and 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 that's you know that's also where these people really start to realize that that balance is so is so important. You know, right. they 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 think. Like I need to make this money. I need to have this company. Uh, I need to support my family. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you if you work yourself to death, you know, how are you going to support your family? And that connection, you know, with with the future where you where you grow old uh, without any physical uh, restrictions or problems, you know, that that's priceless. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of there. It's like a circle because you have to have the foundation to build the energy to, to change your mind. But also you have to have a new mindset to take on, you know, exercise and to seek balance. Um, how do you start on the path of changing your mind? Is it just by setting new goals and then your, your mind kind of merges into those? Or what do you do to, to change your mindset? Oh, sometimes it's, it's, I mean, sometimes it's as simple as like the other day I had this discussion with this, uh, with this woman and she, she was sleeping only five hours a night. And the first thing she said to me is like, I'm 45 years old. I've been sleeping five hours a night every single day. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to work with me on that. It's never going to change. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's investigate this, you know, right. and just like opening, a, opening her up to the belief that she, that it would be possible for her to sleep six hours a night happened in within 10 days she was sleeping six hours a night it's like okay you know what 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 do you think that will work for you to to accommodate that you know and it's like if what you're doing right now is basically every morning you wake up you said i had a horrible night tonight will be another horrible night that and story. of course that's what yeah that's that's what's going to happen because you're setting yourself up for the moment you wake up you're setting yourself up for a horrible night and I was like, okay, you know, let's let's try something different. So I, she, after she comes home from work, 
she she well she she walks into the house to drop off her back and then she immediately turns around for a 15 minute walk that got her to sleep 6 hours within within days and that is was such a such a major change uh for her because she felt mentally more stable she could um, handle more at work uh she was less triggered um she you know she could step up to to a more strategic role that was being expected of her and that was a um just just like a a, a simple thing um yeah. it, that's uh, huge yeah and I, I the, the other day i worked with her, with another woman and she was a or she she is a di- uh, she has diabetes and she'd been in that system for for 25 years nurses doctors tests etc cetera, etc cetera. and the the only thing i did with her was like changed her relationship to food i mean it, it's 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 a law i mean it, it doesn't happen in, in in one session but that's really what we what we focus on on her beliefs around food um the way she, the way she was eating, where she was eating, when she was eating—not even so much what she was eating—but that changed her her total approach to 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 food, and that um, she at, at the end of our our, our, our the, the period we worked together, she she was she said, you know, I have been in this system for twenty five years. And no one has ever done what you've done with me in, well, in seven weeks, because we were kind of, we, we achieved what we, what we wanted to achieve in seven weeks. And then we continued working on, on, on other stuff. Gotcha. And it's, it's, um, yeah, she's off her medication now. Um, she lost a lot of weight. Um, she has so much more energy. She's, she's uh, showing up differently in her business. Her relationship has changed uh, because, you know, one of the things I said to her, stop eating in front of the television, eat at the dining table. So she's sitting with her partner at the dining table and they're having conversations. Their their relationship uh, uh, blossomed again, you know, because they were just before they were just like eating mindlessly in front of the television. Um, Yeah, which could cause you to eat more. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that definitely. She cut her just by just by her moving to the table. She cut her portion in half because she had no. She she now was looking at her food and she's like, "I can't eat this. This is too much." You know, where you sit in front of the television, you just you basically you basically shove it in, and and afterwards she felt completely bloated and couldn't do anything anymore. Uh, and now she has so much energy, and she doesn't. I mean, she she doesn't feel like she. She's hungry. She's still eating the same the same stuff, you know, but just a whole lot less. Right. You know, and it's amazing what the change of habits can do. And it's, it can be encouraging, you know, hearing that story. But also for some, it may be discouraging because they have she had a professional like you able to evaluate and change her habits um, in our in our own lives. Um, where do we look to change habits? How do we know what to change or what areas, you know, do we just look for, Hey, this isn't working or what, what's a step we can do? Cause I'm a big proponent of mentors, coaches, self-investment, but uh-huh. if, you, if you don't have those things, uh, where do you look to change habits so you can get better results? 
So, well, I mean, first of all, be be honest about what are your what are your bad habits. You know, what do you what should you, oh yeah, what is it that you really wanna quit doing? Yeah, and you know, start start small. You know, this is this is really what I what I do with my clients. You know, take it one day at a time. You know, let's let's try the, with this woman. You know, getting her to sleep. Let's try today, fifteen minutes. That's it, and that's where that's where it stops, or it stops. It's like just let's try and, and see what happens. You know, will that have an effect? You know, and then even if it's a really small effect, you know, maybe try it again tomorrow. You know, and if you keep trying for 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 a couple of weeks, and if you do. If you do, if you can't do it every day, do it every other day, or do it five times a week. Just start, start small, and then, uh, then you will start to uh, see the results. You know, the the f- first time someone told me to to meditate, I was I was like, really? You know, do, <laughs> am I am I going to sit on the floor and do 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 nothing? And so I, I I got this app Headspace. I don't know if you heard of it, but I have. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I sat on the floor and it felt like the the longest five minutes ever. Uh, but I was like, okay, you know, if I want to try, if I want to try this, you know, I I need to give it a fair shot. You know, not not five minutes. Do it for three four weeks, and you know, if you do it three three times a week, four times a week, seven times a week, whatever. But you know, experiment and, and see what happens. Um, by the end of four weeks, I was doing twenty minutes without a problem. Would you have told me at that moment that in a certain point, moment in my life I would do nine hour meditation straight? Yeah, that's amazing. I would have told I would have told you you're crazy. <laughs> but that's I mean, had I started with that idea that I would have to do nine hours of meditation in the first go or tomorrow, I mean, I would have never done it. But as you, as you start and you, you, you experiment and you, and you, and you're kind towards yourself, you, uh, it becomes a lot easier and, and, and it might take you, it might take you into nine hours meditating and it might not. And that's, that's, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's with exercising as well. I mean, start, start small you know if if you don't like to go to the gym do not go to the gym you know it's that's never going to work if you like to go for a walk go walking do you like swimming go swimming you know don't do do what is uh what you feel most comfortable with which feels uh easy for you to do um and then you you will get the benefits from from uh from exercising you know when and then, and then you feel more energy. You feel you will make better choices eating. You will make better choices in in your relationships. Right? You're, you're you're kinder in your relationships, and that's like you know one. It's basically one percent every day, you know. And I, I read this somewhere. Uh, you know, if you if you improve yourself one percent every single day, by the end of the year, you're thirty thirty seven times better than you are today. So, and 1% is, isn't, isn't really not that much. Yeah. And it's helpful Um, to look at it like that 
you know, yeah. especially in trading, because we all want that home run trade and it's it's difficult to look at the journey um, in trading and in life. Um, so that, that it's super powerful. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up meditation because a big part of that client's story was you said she moved from the TV to the table and brought more presence. I know you're huge on meditation in, in that app headspace. Um, is there anything else you do to create more presence in your life? Um. Yeah, I'm 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 constantly doing uh doing try to do new things, different things. Uh also because, you know, when I I don't want to tell my clients to do certain things that I haven't tried myself. Um so one of the things that I do for myself is called water therapy. Um and that's Unfortunately, well, I do that in winter. I sit to three times a week in, in outside water uh, or open water. Wow. Um, and that can be, <laughs> that can be really cold. Yeah. Uh, what does it do? But that's, that's a, it's a form of meditation. And I, and I, well, I, I believe, but uh, that's, it's also proven, you know, that it has a huge uh, impact on your, uh, on your immune system. Okay. Um, now, nowadays I, I, I sit in, in, in an ice bath every two weeks because, well, that's the way it's, uh, have, I've organized it right now, but there's a, in this group of people that I'm in, there is this, uh, this 71 year old woman and she has, uh, Parkinson and the moment she, uh, she started taking these these ice ice baths and swimming in in uh, in, in cold water. She 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 said that like fifty percent of her of her effects from the Parkinson uh, have gone, uh, and that's I mean that's that's massive for yeah, her. Yeah, it's really massive. Yeah, and that's uh, um, I mean it takes. It takes, it does take a bit of effort, but you know, and it, but then, you know, if you can get rid of 50% of your symptoms by sitting in, in cold water a couple of minutes a day, you know, it's worth it. It's worth you know? it. Yeah. And she, she really made that, she really made that connection, um, which I think is, 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 uh, is wonderful. And it's very, uh, it's, it's a very, well, for me, it's a very inspirational uh, uh, story. Yeah, it's very inspirational. And it, it just makes me think because of, of something that you had said earlier about your own journey. Um, sometimes when we get in these situations where we need transformation, we can beat mm -hmm. ourselves up. Um, where does self-love kind of play its part on the growth journey? The um, Yeah, I, I kind of said it before. It's like with all these things, is allow yourself to to make mistakes you know this is not is you you will not win a medal for perfectionism you, the only the only medal you will win is for showing up you know and and if you if you fail one day you know that's no reason to not show up tomorrow or right. the day after but you'll pick it up again you know and and the the more consistent you become um the periods that you fall off the wagon will be much, uh, much shorter, and will be, uh, and you you fall a lot le uh, uh, a lot less uh, hard. You know, I, I mean, should I should I eat 
chocolate? No, I maybe not, but you know, sometimes, sometimes I do, but I don't go as overboard as I used to in uh, anymore as I used to in the past. So, um, yeah, with you know, what other things that I do, you know, just like what uh, regarding the the cold bath. One of the things that I'm that I'm working on myself right now um, is like like a morning routine. Yeah, that's powerful. I know there, I know there, there, there are these people that wake up at at, uh, at five o'clock in the morning or some some even earlier, and I I know this is more like I know this happens more in, in the U.S. than it happens here in Europe, uh, but that's um, that's that's kind of still a struggle for me to wake up that early and uh, to have that to create a morning routine that 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 sticks. Um, and I've done it like in periods where, you know, I will go to the gym every morning at, at seven. Uh, gyms, gyms do not open here much earlier than, than, than six 30. So, gotcha. um, yeah, even if I wanted to go at five, <laughs> it's going to be the difficult, but <laughs> I mean, I could, I could go for a run, you know, uh, if, if I really wanted to, um, but one of the things that I'm that I'm doing right now, and, and it's a challenge I've set for myself, is to do this morning routine. And I, I took it from a book uh, called The Miracle Morning, where you do. Uh, he, he talks about a term savers, and the S stands for silence, the A for affirmation, the V for visualization, the E for exercise, the R for reading, and then the S for scribing. Wow! That you do so. You do you do. Of the first three, you do five minutes. So uh, silence, uh, affirmation, and, and visualization is all five minutes. That is 20 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of reading, and then another five minutes of uh, of scribing, basically journaling. Um, I'm day 19 now. Um, yeah, I've set it for 100 days. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm quite sure I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get there. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, if it's whatever you're, in, whatever you set your intention to, you know, it's it's about it's about the journey, and it's not about uh, the destination. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do this, and then at the end, you know, I'll 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 see what I'll implement of this uh, morning routine into into something that I, that will stick with me or that I will keep for. I don't know for how long, or yeah. maybe I'll, maybe I'll try something, try try something new, or I'll add something different in my uh, in my routine. But it's it's something, uh, yeah, that I, that I really like doing, and uh, um, it's it's <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's like people have said to me like over the in the last two weeks, it's like your energy has changed, and well, that's encouraging. Yeah, I'm like that. That really can only be from from that morning routine. Is that always easy? No, this morning was horrible, but I did it anyway. You know, last Sunday I would, I I had to I had a plan as well, and I decided to sleep in, but I still did it after I got out of bed. But uh, I mean, 
I can beat myself up over it that I didn't do uh, the Sunday morning one at seven o'clock in the morning. But at the end, you know, it, it counts that I did it. And even if I'd skipped it, you know, I I would still have done it 18 days out of 19. And that's really what's, well, what, count, what counts. And just, you know, be, be kind to yourself. You know, even if I had done 10 out of 19, it's more than zero. You know? Right. Yeah, definitely. And so you hit on something that I, I, I wanted to you know, to end up here with is this last question, mm-hmm. um, because it's daunting to be on a new journey and, and not have that motivation. And you talked about it was hard, but you did it anyway. And it, it's encouraging that, you know, with your level of success in different and multiple areas, you're still pushing yourself. How does one find the motivation um, when times are tough and they're creating these new habits? Where do you get the motivation to persevere from? It's, it's um, it's what I call delayed uh, gratification. If you can make that connection with the with the with the reward that you will get tomorrow or in in a couple of days or I mean maybe even in a couple of months, you know, that's you really have to make that that connection. Um, if you you know. A lot of people that that come to me and, and talk about uh, about weight loss, you know, they're in the they're in the they're in the same story as this woman that was sleeping only five hours a night and saying I'm 45 years old. These people tell themselves the same things. They're like I'm I'm I've you know I've lost the weight but I gained it. I lost it. I gained it. I lost it. I gained it. So they're really basically setting themselves up for like losing the weight and then. Mm-hmm gaining it back again. And I'm like, that's where the, where the new mindset comes in. And it's like, no, this is not going to happen. You know, you're going to lose it out for once and for all. Let's start to work on that first. Um, so yeah, look at, look at the small, the small rewards that you'll, that you'll get tomorrow, you know, that you'll have a little bit more energy tomorrow, that you'll sleep a little bit better tomorrow, that, that, that a certain meeting is a, is a lot of, a little bit easier. Uh, and then, you know, from there on, you, you, it's really that 1% improvement. And if that, you know, continues every single day, um, yeah, you, you, you'll end up being a better person. If you like other, other ways to motivate yourself is, you know, keep, keep a, keep a bullet, uh, diary with bullet points, you know, what, uh, uh, what you're grateful for, what you've achieved today. And then, you know, if you, if you do that for a, for a, for a couple of months and you start looking back at three months in the past, you'd be like, really, was I that person? Did I do that? Was I happy with that? Now, if I look at what, what I've done today, you know, this is, it's, it's a huge difference and it's a huge uh, growth where if, you know, if you don't keep track, you'll be like, I'm still the same person. Nothing has really changed, but um, yeah, a lot of things will have changed. Wow, you know, I've I've never heard measuring the growth in gratitude. That is really powerful. Um, wow, that that just blows my mind there. And, and you know, I know if we don't measure things, they can't grow. And that's one area where we definitely need to grow. You know, to reach some of the the next levels of our journey. Um, this yeah. has been incredible. Um, I truly appreciate your time, boss. Thank you for joining me on the Trading and Ascension podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Jason.
Thank you for listening. This show was really fun to create, and I'm blessed to be positioned to discuss these topics with you. Um, if you enjoyed and if you benefited from our time together, give this podcast a positive vote, a like, or whatever the platform that you're listening on provides, and I'd really appreciate that. Share this podcast with a trader that you want to see grow into success. And then check out TradingAscension.com for blogs on the trading mindset and trading psychology. You can reach me there as well. Don't miss out on the free trading psychology course. There is nothing like it, and it will no doubt enhance your trading business and results. Now, you'll find videos and links to the masterclass on the website, tradingascension.com. So go get it now. And last thing, remember to be the hero of your story.